Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Should be a, should be a great uh, great time. Uh, I think our kids are excited. Uh, we've had a really, really good week of practice. Better than last week. Uh, if practice is any indication, uh, I think our guys are locked in and ready to roll. So, questions? What makes it a better week than last week's practice? You know what? Um, you know, I kind of answered this on my radio show the other night. You know, just as you as you go through and what you did and uh, – you know, as a head coach, I try not to micromanage. Try to let, you know, offense, defense kind of do what they feel they need to do, keep the guys healthy without getting guys banged up. You want to go into, you want, you want to go into battle with your guys. Um, and I just saw some things in some periods that I didn't like and I knew I didn't like it, but I didn't say anything. And I play, like I said, you know, it starts with me. Um, you know, just didn't like it. And, uh, you know, it's too early in the season to, to really go, oh, we can't get hurt. We got to make sure we got this guy, like all that stuff. Like, you got to play the game of football. And I feel like we did not play the game of football last week. Like, I'd like, now we executed and did all those things, but the game is fast. And you can't go from Saturday playing a real game against fast people to, you know, playing tag football during the week and then getting to Saturday and expect it to be fast and expect that, you know, that bang. And there's going to be bang. Um, so, like I said, I put it all on myself, you know. Now, whether that had anything to do with it, I have no idea. We'll find out this week because there was none of that this week. You know, I made that apparent last Sunday, like, you know, it's my fault, you know, with the coaches. Uh, it's my fault. I'd let it happen. So, How do you prepare for an atmosphere like what you're going to experience Saturday? I know you can pipe in crowd noise and play John Denver a thousand times, but how do you get them prepared for just everything from the moment the bus r- r- arrives at the stadium that they're going to face? You know, it's a it's another game. You know, the bus has got 18 wheels or whatever heck it's got. We're going to roll up into that stadium. We got about a 50 yard walk to get in the locker room. It's not a big deal, okay? Um, and once the game starts, it's over. You know, um, you know. I think you guys think we hear everything, we see everything. Like these guys are, they got jobs to do. If they got, if they're looking around like this, they got issues. If they're hearing too much, they got problems. You know, they better be locked into what they have to do, and that's about it. I mean, I don't hear anything that's going on. I mean, I'm so lasered in. When someone asked me a question the other day, I was like, that, I, don't have, I have no idea. Like, during the game, I'm locked in. I'm zoned in. I'm in a zone. And uh, you just don't really, you know, like, it doesn't really matter. As a fan, you know, coming out of the tunnel, maybe you get hyped up. Like, after that, it's over. Really. I don't care if you're, you know, up at Western Michigan going through the tunnel and people are, you know, throwing stuff at you or, you know. I mean, that was, you know, we came out of there and there's people standing right next to me. I haven't been to you know, stadium where people are standing right next to me, the, the normal fans with a rope. Um, so it doesn't matter what atmosphere you go in. Um, it's all the same. Now, what have you guys done to fix some of the past pro issues? Um, we've had a better week of practice, Jeff. Um, you know, and again, have we fixed them? We'll find out. But, like, you know, you know, everybody can talk about the past pro. We can talk about the quarterback. We can talk about the receiver routes. We can talk about the defense. Like, I, you know, it is 22 guys. You know what we do to take care of the past pro problems? Is run the ball, but you know what we do to take care of the, the you know the running the ball part of it is we don't fall behind twenty to seven or whatever the score was. When you fall behind, you're going to be passing it more, and you know the defense is pinning their ears back and going. We can't let that happen. That's going to be the key to victory is running the football, 
you know, being balanced 50-50, uh, not letting them know that we're passing the football. And uh, that, that, that corrects a lot, okay? Uh, when you smack them in the mouth and you're, you're, you're putting somebody on their back, that's what, what you need. When you're going backwards, you're going to continue to go backwards as in, you know, as in the past set I'm talking. So, you know, that's where it starts is, is, is running the football like I always talk. And it st- starts with stopping the football or stopping the run. In defense, we got to stop the run. We can't let what happened last week happen, and that hurt the de- hurt the offense. And you let them, you know, you let them run the ball, you let them drive and score touchdowns. You hurt the offense, and they get in a different mode. And uh, you know that that's not a good mode to get into for anybody. I imagine there have been times where you've been a coach and you've seen something, but you trusted your your coach, your fellow coaches, and your players to handle, and it's been handled before. Is that one of the biggest one of the biggest? Uh, Margins of good and great coaching is knowing when to micromanage and when to trust you, trust your your partners. Kind of, but you know, there's been times where I've thought it and then it worked out well. It was like, oh, that's good. We got through the week and we did it that way, and maybe we do it again next week. But it doesn't work that way. And again, I think, like I said, it's 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 more of a when you know, as you know, like what did we think we arrived after Wofford that we we're just going to protect everybody? Like we didn't do anything yet, and I knew that, um, but I let it happen. Speaking of running the football, thinking about the game that Rodney had against his team last year, is there any more motivation to give him the ball this time around? Again, I'd like to hand the ball off 50 times. Okay, and if it goes 50 times, he's going to have 25 carries, and he'll be exhausted after the night's over. We got to, you know, we got to keep the run involved in our run game. Period. In the game, we we can't get into a one-dimensional. You turn into a one-dimensional offense, I don't care who it is. You know, we're licking our chops if a team's one-dimensional. That's what happens. I read a lot this week about the West Virginia offensive line. What have you seen from those guys? Um, you know, they've got 130 some starts. I mean, they're experienced. You know, they're older guys. Their tight ends are all back. You know, 87's a big dude from, uh, I think LSU transfer. He's 6'7. Looks like he's, he's big. He's athletic. I mean, they got their front. I mean, they got what they want to run the football. I mean, and they ran the football on us last year, so it's going to be a great challenge for us. Um, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll find out, you know, they're going to, you know, they're going to throw their now routes out there. They're going to have a lot of RPOs on the edge. And uh, we're going to have to, you know, when I say stop the run, we got to stop the runs and all the short throws that are going to come off of that. And that's what we practice this week. Pat, the offense has taken a little bit of time to get going in both of your games this season. How, how do you guys address that to make sure, you know, there's not a three and out or a punt after that first series? Well, we get going faster. Just to, it's, a, it's been an emphasis this week. You know, it was an emphasis last week. One of our keys to victory was start fast. We just didn't. So we can talk about it. We have to go out and, and, uh, and operate. Yeah, Chris. Do you feel like you guys have go-to plays? Oh, You're next. Okay. Uh, do, you, do you feel like you guys have go-to plays that can be, like, you know, your start fast plays yet, or is that something that's still in development right now? I think it's still in development. We'll figure that out, but uh, I think we're getting closer. He's Chris, too, so, I mean, <laughs> true. it worked. True. Uh, I mean, you mentioned West Virginia ran on you last year. The next week you came out, I think, held Tennessee to, like, 90 rushing yards or something like that. Is that an example of how – you had that first game. You kind of saw where the holes were. You were able to repair it, and kind of what you're trying to do this week. Yeah, if you remember me talking after last you know year's game, it wasn't that we were you know that bad. It was just like the first you know, it was coming out of camp and, and doing it, and probably like coming out of Wofford. We really didn't know we could play slow, maybe still stop them. Um, so, you know, I, I think that's part of it. Um, you know, they'll be licking their chops based on the way they ran it and what they saw last weekend. So uh, it'll be a great challenge for uh, our defense. After the Wofford game, you said you wanted to see Phil maybe run more, and he said following Cincinnati that he thinks he can do more in the run game. Do you still want him to be running a little bit more? Yeah, I want him to do it when it's right, you know. And it's, you know, we talked about that one scramble where he took a hit going to his left, and he was up in there. I can't believe he held onto the ball. It's a, it's a heck of a play. It's a strong, strong man. 
Um, but I wish he would have, you know, taken off and run that one, but he didn't have the angle Coach Signetti thought. So there's all those. He's got to make that decision, you know. If we tell him to run, there's times he should be thrown at him. He's made some unbelievable passes in that game, too. I mean, some of those touchdown passes was like, whoa, well, those are some big-time throws. Um, but we're going to focus on the things he could have done better. And, and uh, again, as we know, it wasn't all on him. But on the note of Phil, I mean, do you think that his experience and having been around the block gives you guys a little bit of an advantage when you consider all the circumstances, you know, coming off a loss, playing on the road against a rival? Does that experience give you guys a little bit of an edge here? You know, I don't know if it gives you an edge, but, you know, you feel comfortable with it. I know who Phil is as a person. I know what kind of, you know, I know what's in his in his heart. I know who he is, and that's the thing I feel comfortable about. So, uh, he's got to go out and do it uh, on the road. I know he loves to play. And he's been excited all week about playing on the road, and he loves that atmosphere, which I think a lot of our kids do. I mean, they're they're you know they're excited. What are the keys that your defensive front has to watch for that their offensive line likes to do to try to uh, you know control the line of scrimmage? You know, it's it's not keys. It's it's uh, it's really just playing our our game. We got to play with leverage. We got to attack. You know, we got to attack them up front. We got to get penetration and cause havoc in the backfield. I think that's the main thing. Our linebackers got to get downhill, and they got to all be on the same key. So, um, you know, it's uh, that's that's what's important about that. Do your job. Everybody's got to do their job. At this game last year, kind of was the moment where MJ really burst on the scene. How have you seen him maybe change or develop as a person, as a player, since his big moment from the brawl last year? You know, that big moment, that moment is, you know, long, long, long past. You know, we've been watching that in 20 years ago, and that was a great play. But, you know, nobody cares what happened in 2022. I could give a darn. I can tell you that. It doesn't matter. Like, you, you know, you can go from hero to zero real quick, okay? Um, and, um, you know, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it, was a, it was a great play. You know, he was flying down the sideline, but it's over with. That was that was a year ago. Like, you know, we're not looking back. We're looking forward. What about as, you know, since the time he got here, though, how has he grown just as a player in the, in the playing corner and being a, a good Yeah, player? I mean, he, he he's become, you know, confident. I don't know if he came to Pittsburgh as confident as he is, but just, you know, working every day with Coach Collins and Coach Sanders in the secondary, uh, he's become a much more confident player. Uh, he, he pays attention to the details. He does the little things right. Uh, he's a he's a he's a really good cover corner that uh, we hope makes another play out of ball. What a couple more before we wrap up. Are you worried about Green's uh, passer? You know what? Anybody that drops back there, you worry about passers. I mean, if I had to say which one do we have to stop, have to stop, we better stop his run and all his RPOs off of that run, which that's included in there. So we better be on him. Um, but you know, he, his his ability to run, if you put on a little green. Highlight tape, running counter, and slipping through tiny little holes this big. The dude, the, he's got great vision for for a quarterback. He's like a running back that's taking a snap. It's wildcat. He's really, really good. I, I haven't seen a lot of quarterbacks as nifty as he is in in the you know called run game. And then he'll scramble. You know, he likes to scramble to uh, to the right, to the left. He'll scramble everywhere. Speaking of the secondary, Donovan McMillan stepped up last week against Cincinnati. What do you like out of his game so far this season? Do you expect him to do the same against? I do, I do. He's had a, he's had a, you know, another good week. I think he just continues to get more confident in what we're doing, how he's doing it. Uh, he's practiced well. He's fixed things that we wanted to fix since August started and, and really back to spring ball. So he's just become more confident. And, uh, and, uh, and I'd like to say he's a game or two when he gets out there, he's playing ball. I mean, he enjoys it and it's really good to see. You looking forward to Boston's pregame speech? I don't know. I've heard some Bostic pregame speeches. Um, I don't know. I'll share something with you afterwards. Nice to go to confidence. Yeah. <laughs> Bostic will do a great job. He'll do a great job. I, I know how he is. He's intense. I'm looking forward to
you know, looking forward to it.